Welcome to Creative Audio Production with your host, Pete Buckwald. At Creative Audio Production, we're seeking to create a community of audio engineers wanting to explore brave new frontiers, to boldly put a microphone where no microphone has gone before. And our creative results may vary, but we will not wallow in our failures, for our failures may prove to be the foundation for future sonic glory. All right, brace yourself. And get ready for this episode of Hey guys, welcome to this podcast of Creative Audio Production. And I, I just want to give you some general um, updates about the podcast and then we'll get into the content. Um, you may have noticed it's been a little while since I've posted, like a couple of years. And um, it, it's just really difficult to sustain... Um, over a long period of time, a, a podcast w- with the, the kinds of things I'm trying to talk about. So uh, with that in mind, from here moving forward, I'm, I'm going to continue to to provide content here uh, on the podcast, but the changes I'm making are, first, I want to make it shorter, and there might not always be the different standard segments you've heard in past episodes, and things will come and go. Uh, second, um, I want to make sure to have interesting content, continue to have interesting content, I should say. Uh, the TED Talks are, are a little bit of a model for this. That Those are talks that, you know, my college students, they they skip our college courses that last 75 minutes. When, when TED was in town, students were skipping class and going to these lectures, um, and they're just really short, but full of content, and, and very well thought out content with graphic support and things like that, um, and visual graphics. Um, finally, and this is probably the biggest move, is I'm, I'm primarily going to focus on putting content on YouTube. I, I will try to make it available, available in audio format as well, because if you're like me, I, I love to commute and listen to podcasts. There's a number of podcasts I listen to, and it makes my, my commute much more enjoyable. Um, so maybe that's how you listen in, to this podcast. Uh, but th- that in mind, when you listen to things, you, um, there might be subtle um, inferences that that I'm looking at a picture, or that I expect the, the listener to be looking at a picture. So, um, But I'm, I still think there, there's, um, if you're just listening, I, I think this is still worthwhile. Uh, this episode, you know, doing a shoot box of, a shoot box, a, t- a shootout of talk boxes, um, just listening to it, I think you can g- get something out of it. So um, I hope you guys are doing well. Feel free to g- leave a comment in the, the show notes. Um, you can find it at creative-audio-production.com. Uh, in that same place, you can download files and see additional content and videos that uh, beyond the, the video of the podcast uh, that are pretty cool. You can download some audio files from, from this and uh, do some some of your own creative production with it. Um, I guess finally, I, I stay tuned because I, I have some really, I have a, a new um, bunch of different ideas for the podcast. So I, I slowed down before because I was running out of my initial ideas, uh, but I, I, I have a good collection of three or four ideas to include in a, a new um, uh, 
just kind of bringing this podcast back. So I anticipate that it won't be such a long wait before you hear from us again. All right, hope you guys are doing well, and I hope you find this interesting and helpful. Hey there, this is Pete Buckwald, and welcome to Creative Audio Production. Today we're, we're going to do a talk box shootout. As I looked around the internet, YouTube, and elsewhere, I, I could not find any talk box shootouts. And um, I just was wondering if which ones might sound better. And uh, so I was able to get three talk box into my studio. Uh, I was able to get the three that, that seemed to come up as people's favorites. And I was able to uh, check them out side by side with um, me, the prefer- performer, using each one with the same song and trying to get the best sounds out of each one. And <clears throat> so that was the Heil HT1, <clears throat> excuse me, the MXR, and then the Banshee Talkbox. Maybe you've heard Talkboxes on recordings with Peter Frampton or Stevie Wonder. You can check those out on YouTube if you want. Um, some people say that Daft Punk uses talk boxes, but having spent time with a talk box and going back and listening to those recordings, I really think those guys are not using a talk box. I think they're using a vocoder. Unless under those helmets they pierce their cheeks and put a tube right in there, that's about the only way you could use a talk box and get the kind of clarity and say the, the words that they're able to say. Um, so I'm pretty sure... I would bet that they're using vocoders instead of a talk box. So I set up each talk box and I record each one, first with a condenser microphone and then, then with a dynamic microphone. I found both types of microphones to be very usable. I expected one to be uh, my favorite, but th- there wasn't a whole lot of difference in, with that. You could make either one work. So this is going to be truly a blindfold shootout. I used a random number generator in order to choose the order. I, I didn't select an order that uh, I thought might trick you or make you choose a certain thing as, as your favorite. Um, so let's get right into it. Let's take a listen to the shootout. Blindfold talk box test number one. Where are you now? Where are you? Cause I believe you want this love to grow. Where are you now? Where are you? Cause I believe you want this love to grow. And talk box number three. 
Let's um, let's take a look at which microphone was which. So what you heard was uh, the first number one microphone, or, or excuse me, the the first talk box was the MXR. The second one was the Heil HT1, and finally the third one was the Banshee. Personally, my favorite was the the MXR. I thought all three of them were usable, and that 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 was surprising for me. I thought, um, I don't know, I, I thought one was going to be clearly the loser, but all of them were very usable. Um, you'll notice that on the MXR, the they has it has a volume control, a gain control, a tone knob, same thing on the Banshee, but then on the Heil, you got nothing. Um, it was designed to come out of a guitar amp head, so the signal gets amplified by that box and then comes into the talk box. I thought for the shootout, it would I would emulate what I think other engineers might be doing. So I took an output out of my Universal Audio, and I was getting the best results actually from the headphone. Um, so I went out of the headphone output into the input for the talk box. And... So I thought all of them were pretty usable. One difference you should be aware of also is that the Heil Talkbox has a larger tube. It's only three millimeters difference, but when you put that tube in your mouth, it's a lot easier to say words with a smaller tube in your mouth. And perhaps um, more of that sound energy, it's easier to get it up a more narrow tube if, if my physics are, are correct. Uh, if my physics is correct. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Um, for the last part of the this talk here, or this video, I want to tell you a little bit about how they work. Some of you have heard these talk boxes or vocoders, and you maybe you're curious how they work. At heart, they use a similar concept. They have a combination of two sounds, one, one carrier signal uh, that coming together with a, a separate modulating sound. So on a talk box, the carrier sound would be a synthesizer, electric guitar. That sound goes into the talk box and hits a little speaker. That speaker blasts that sound into a little tube. And the musician will take that tube and put it in their mouth. So the sound is being projected into their mouth and they, you you modulate the sound with the, the, the shapes you make with your mouth. So you can do things like wow, wow, or you can try to say words uh, with some degree of success and a little practice. A vocoder, you're going to have a carrier signal, maybe a synthesizer, maybe it's inside a computer environment or something like that. And that synthesizer is able to identify a modulating source. So you would be maybe play an A minor chord, um, but 
you wouldn't hear anything on the synthesizer until you start talking into the the modulating microphones, for example, or um, if in the computer environment you have a drum loop, that can be the modulator. So you hold down your A minor chord, it would kind of pulsate um, as directed by that, that drum loop. Um, I have a whole um, blog post on, on vocoders, their history, how they work. I have a YouTube video on how to use the one in Logic that some people don't even know is there. Uh, but let's take a listen to how it, a vocoder sounds in contrast to um, a, a talk box. So here's the Logic vocoder, the Evoc 20. It comes with 24 vocoder sounds. And here's one called, this patch is called the Clear Voice Vocoder. All right, the one in Ableton is unique in that it's the only computer vocoder I know of that allows you to use any sound source for the carrier signal. So you could use a stock synthesizer from Ableton. You can use a third-party uh, virtual synthesizer like Silent or something like that, Massive. And then you could um, use that as your carrier and use get a microphone as your modulator or whatever you want to do. Or even a pre-recorded track, you could record an analog synthesizer and then set up a, a vocoder on that track and do your, your stuff with it. So here's what I came up with for the Ableton vocoder. Here's what that sounded like. All right, the last track, um, I'll play it in a second, but it's going to be, I took all the tracks of, of the talk box, all the different talk, all three of them, all, even like all six, like meaning the dynamic microphones and the condensers, uh, I took all that and mixed them together and it sounds pretty cool, and put a drum loop with it. Uh, but before I do that, there's a couple announcements and thoughts. If you want to try to work with a talk box, it, just recognize it's going to take a little practice. You'll So if you get one off eBay or what have you, just give yourself a little time to get used to using it, especially if you want to try to speak or say sing, say lyrics in an understandable way. That That takes some practice. If you're a songwriter, I would suggest actually writing your lyrics with the talk box in play, meaning have the talk box tube in your mouth and be talk boxing, to, just to make sure you can say the lyrics that you want to say. That's how I wrote the lyrics for the, the song that, that you heard here in our, our shootout. Uh, finally, make sure to check the, the blog notes. I'm going to give you a link to download the file, and if you want to pull it into your software and do something with it in terms of mixing or production, you're welcome to. I'd love to hear what you come up with. And I'll also give you a link to some external videos that um, of people giving technical tips on how to use the talk box. These a particular production duo I found uh, had some really uh, fun tips um, so I'll give you directed to their video. Uh, make sure to check out my other videos on YouTube and my other blog posts on creativeaudioproduction.com. Uh, subscribe to me on iTunes. I'd love to um, get some comments and questions. Uh, so let us know what you thought, what you thought was the best talk box or 
uh, just your general comments. Love to hear it. All right, that's all we have for you this time, guys, and we will see you next time on Creative Audio Production. Okay.